0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: back to Making Our Seniors Matter, the show that gives seniors and their caregivers some great advice, timely information, and wonderful entertainment. Making Our Seniors Matter is a not-for-profit founded by Glenn Cunningham from Real Estate Designed for Seniors and Elizabeth Cunningham from Age-Friendly Business. On today's show, we have Rex Banks from the Canadian Hearing Society and we're going to be talking about uh, some of the challenges of living with hearing loss, some of the factors that contribute to hearing loss, and there's some uh, surprising ones in there, so you definitely want to stay tuned and listen to that. Also joining us on today's show is Tom Trentofillo, who's the Program Services Manager at Family Services of Peel Region. And we'll have a wonderful chat with him about some of the amazing work that they do. So stay tuned. Lots more making our seniors matter. We're just getting started have an aging parent? Do they want to remain in their home? Since 1994, Retire at Home has been providing the highest quality nurse-managed home care that is personalized to all your needs. Our services extend to workplace and motor vehicle injuries. Your
2: health, your home, your choice.
1: Retire at Home Services. For a free consultation, go to retireathome.com and call your nearest location. back to making our seniors matter a topic coming up that is near and dear to my heart and that is hearing loss and uh, we have a wonderful guest to guide us through some of the uh, challenges of dealing with hearing loss and recognizing some of the signs over to liz and margaret
3: Thank you very much Todd and we thank Todd for uh, leading us in this direction to, to find a most excellent guest uh, Rex Banks who is the director of audiology at the Canadian Hearing Society. Um, Rex is a passionate audiologist, advocate and leader with 27 years of experience in hearing health care. He's been on both sides of the fence as a frontline staff person and as a management person and expresses his desire to see outstanding service and care from audiologists. Hello Rex and welcome to our show.
0: Thank you, good morning.
4: It's great to have you with us and as a healthcare professional myself Rex, uh, hearing loss impacts um, lifestyle and the health of so many Canadians. Can we first start off by speaking to the prevalence of hearing loss here in Canada?
0: Yes, you know, this number has been hard to track down for a while because people don't often identify with their hearing loss, so they don't really self-identify. But the results from a uh, 2012 and 2013 Canadian Health Measure Survey um, show that about one in five Canadians aged is uh, 20 to 79 uh, have a hearing loss. And that uh, percentage really uh, drastically increases to 65 percent uh, for people from 70 to 79 so even for people 80 or 90 above it's even going to be higher Mm,
4: those numbers are staggering they're very high aren't they yes so when we're looking at hearing loss I mean one of the things we like to talk about here on the show is prevention don't we Liz Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so you said that often people don't identify with their hearing loss what are some of the first signs and symptoms that we should be looking at uh, both for seniors or as family members um, when it comes to to taking care of our loved ones
0: Right, so age-related hearing loss, or what we call in in audiology presbycusis, is uh, generally a slow, progressive hearing loss that um, affects both ears equally. Um, It generally begins in the high frequencies and later will affect the low frequencies. So one of the first signs of hearing loss is often the inability to hear or understand speech in a noisy environment. And because of this slow progression, adults with uh, presbycusis do not readily acknowledge their hearing loss, and they consider it a normal sign of aging. But they may also say that they're having trouble hearing on the phone, uh, people are mumbling, or that their ears are ringing. These are also some early signs that there could be a hearing loss, and it's often picked up uh, by their family members or loved ones before they're ready to acknowledge it.
4: And that really does impact also their social engagement, doesn't it? I, I certainly know, um, you know, if you're, if you're having difficulty hearing, would it be fair to say, Rex, that sometimes seniors will withdraw from activity because of it?
0: Absolutely, and hearing loss can affect us on a social level. It can affect us on a psychological level and a physical level. So, socially, as you say, they may uh, withdraw and uh, uh, feel less fluid in their environment. They may um, they may they may have difficulty interacting in noisy environments or problems getting along at work. Um, psychologically, hearing loss can make us feel depressed or feelings of anger or embarrassment or maybe shame or mistrust others. And also hearing hearing loss can have a lot of physical demands on us because uh, difficulty with concentrating, you know, hearing loss is very taxing on us. It can give you a headache or stress or even increased uh, blood pressure.
3: Yeah. It's it's quite complex, isn't it? So, Rex, we understand from some of the things that we have heard from the Canadian Hearing Society that there are some interesting studies linking hearing loss with overall health. Uh, Perhaps you could share some of that information with our listeners.
0: Exactly. You know, there there are a number of studies that have come out that are linking hearing loss to a number of uh, different health conditions, including uh, dementia, uh, diabetes, heart disease, falls, chronic kidney disease, and even arthritis. Um, so it's it's become more of an issue to think about than just I can't hear. Uh, meaning that you can't hear may also mean that you're experiencing other types of health conditions.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, um, many of our listeners will be on different medications for a variety, perhaps some of the conditions you were just speaking about. What is, role does medications play in hearing, and what should we be aware of?
0: Um, yeah, there are over there are, there are a few hundred different drugs. Actually, guys, we should do you want to go back and talk a little more about uh, cognitive decline and the different uh, statistics around those different health conditions?
3: Maybe Rex you could explain a little bit more about each of those conditions and and how they're affected.
0: Absolutely. So when we think about the health conditions that um, are connected to hearing loss, one that's really important right now is dementia. And there's been a few studies that are um, showing the connection, and they um, these studies show that uh, hearing loss may accelerate brain function decline. And there's a lot of information on the CHS website under our blog section, our, under our blog section, will which will outline all the studies for you directly, so you can really be informed. But we also know that people who have diabetes are at twice as likely to have hearing loss. Uh, People that have hearing loss um, are, there's a strong connection to heart disease um, because of the if the heart has been traumatized or an inadequate blood flow to the heart, um, these little vessels in the ear, in the inner ear can be affected. A really big one that's gaining a lot of attention right now are falls and we know that even mild hearing loss, if you have a mild hearing loss, you're three times as likely, more uh, likely to have a history of falls. And um, chronic kidney disease, that surprises a lot of people. Actually, the kidney and the ear sort of develop at the same time with the same tissue in embryo. And um, the connection between your chronic kidney disease and hearing loss is we sort of think that these toxins that will build up in your body if you have a chronic kidney problem will eventually make their way to the inner ear causing the hearing loss. And uh, new studies are even showing that there's a connection with arthritis because of the types of medications that people may be taking may also affect their hearing.
4: You know, that's very interesting, Rex. Um, Although we're not we're talking about seniors, it's always amazing to hear the the links um, with different conditions. My daughter was born with a skin tag on her ear, and it was made um, we were made aware at the time that she needed to have hearing testing because of exactly what you just said. Kidney and her kidneys tested because the kidney and ear are developed at the same time and during embryonic development, and therefore needed to to watch. So it's, it these are very fascinating, and and certainly I think. listeners uh, will be learning lots from this discussion uh, today
3: we Um, definitely want you to know that we will be putting um all of the information for our listeners to contact the canadian hearing society too Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, um, now you did make mentioned about
3: medications and
4: certainly with arthritis so is there anything else you'd like to add with regards to medications and what it might do to affect hearing loss
0: Sure, there are a couple hundred different types of drugs that are known to affect hearing loss and drugs uh, known to adversely affect hearing include certain types of um, antibiotics in the aminoglycoside group. Um, You might recognize them. So if you have a very strong type of um, internal infection, you might need to take a drug called gentamicin. This is um, particularly damaging to your hearing. If you've gone through chemotherapy and have had to take uh, drugs, cisplastin or carboplatin, those can really affect your hearing. Um, drugs to cause temporary hearing loss include um, pain relievers such as aspirins, um, quinine um, if you for different parts in the world in the country that have difficulty with malaria, yeah loop diuretics so a lot of people take those um, and uh, NSAIDs which are the non-steroid anti-inflammatory group of drugs um, like ibuprofen can uh, cause hearing loss in, if you take it in large doses so um, not only just hearing loss but these drugs can also cause tinnitus and, and uh, balance problems
4: wow. and just That's for amazing. our listeners at home I certainly know what tinnitus is but could you please explain to everybody what that word means
0: yeah, tinnitus is when you're hearing a sound in your ears like a ringing or a buzzing or any type of sound, but it's it's only something you can hear and no one else can hear.
3: Right. This, with all of this that you have said today, it makes me wonder why a hearing test is not a mandatory thing each year. Why is that?
0: I really wish it was, um, but it's a good idea for everyone just to get a baseline hearing test. And then after you're 50 years old, to really keep an eye on it. Because when you're, uh, sadly, after you pass 50, you might be experiencing uh, lots of different types of um, medical conditions might creep up on you. And then certainly after you have a known uh, known hearing loss, you should get your hearing tested on a yearly basis.
1: okay
4: Okay. and it really can improve your overall health both mentally and physically um rex what unbelievable knowledge you've given us here today we really appreciate i know how busy you are and appreciate you taking the time out to share your expertise and knowledge around uh hearing thanks for joining us
0: it's absolutely my pleasure thanks for having me on
4: and of course stay tuned as we've got lots more here on making our seniors matter
1: that music again time for another senior scam alert with glenn cunningham and constable yvette logan from the peel regional police service
5: welcome back to making our seniors matter and right now we have our scam alert and with me is constable yvette logan of the peel regional police good morning good morning great to have you back again with some more of the uh, updates of scams and whatnot that are happening to our senior folks what have you got on the agenda for us today
6: well, looks like we are finally got some spring weather coming through.
5: True enough. Beautiful. Out time.
6: Glad to see the winter gone. So I just thought we'd talk a little bit about summer safety. Some of the things that we had a tendency to do, basically not realizing what we're doing and how we're leaving maybe our homes and, and different um, buildings and things on our properties is unsafe. Right. Um, big one we come across, especially in the summertime, is garage doors. Uh. We all have a tendency to want to park our cars in the driveway. We want to access the lawnmowers, the bicycles everything else and then it's a nice day so we're going to go into the backyard have a glass of lemonade and we leave the garage door open. Everything in that garage door now becomes a potential theft article and believe me when I tell you there's a lot of people that will just wander the streets especially if you've got music playing in the backyard especially if they can see that you're back there. They'll walk into your garage take your golf clubs take your bikes whatever it is that's is clearly visible and is worth something. So let's close the garage doors and keep be mindful of that.
5: So assuming that they're probably working in pairs, therefore one watches, make sure you're in the backyard.
6: They could, uh, sometimes they work alone. They, they've got an excuse for all kinds of things. They were uh, no one answered the front door so I was just gonna knock on the garage door. There's all kinds of excuses for them being there. We've actually had quite a few of them that have been caught by the homeowners um, and sometimes they call us to report it. sometimes they don't they just say, well you know what some guy was in my garage but he left so
5: So um, is there anything else while that garage door is open? What about the idea of leaving groceries or leaving the purse or?
6: Well, another thing we have a tendency to do, and this seems to happen a lot more when we're in apartment buildings or in condos, uh, we have a tendency to walk in the door with our groceries and especially ladies, I'm talking to you, uh, we put our purses right down beside the front door. Mm -hmm. Then we either go out onto the balcony or we'll go out onto our back patio and the screen door is closed but the inside door wide open, purse very visible from anyone that comes onto the front porch. Some of the people that are looking for this, um, they're they're pretty good. They'll walk down the street with flyers in their hands. They'll look like they're just delivering something to your front door. They again hear you in the backyard. They look inside. They see the purse. They just open the door and take it, and they're
5: gone. Wow! And they're gone for the and then the money's gone and the on all the identification is gone. It can lead to all kinds of issues and and uh, down the road for them.
6: Absolutely. Of course, that could then go into credit card frauds. It could go into identity theft. All kinds of things.
5: I think that sounds like another uh, another scam. Uh, another awareness that we need to make people aware of. Right now, we want to take this back to uh, Margaret and, and Liz. And uh, thank you very much, Yvette Logan, from Peel Regional Police. And again, we thank Peel Regional Police for allowing Yvette to come on and do our scam reports for Making our Seniors Matter Radio.
1: Independence Matters. Terry McIntyre is a full-service investment advisor who researches and advises the best products in all markets, then advises which best meets your needs and risk tolerance. We are all individuals and need to be treated as individuals. Investments, income, and estate planning have become very non-personal at the big institutions. You deserve to work with a professional who crafts investments to meet your needs. Terry McIntyre, Investment Advisor Manulife Securities Incorporated call 905-896-9060 or go to terrymcintyre.ca. Welcome back to Making Our Seniors Matter and uh, our lovely hosts are surrounded by uh, guests well we've got a we've got a special guest so let's get to it Liz who do we have in studio
3: Okay we have a wonderful gentleman guest from Family Services of Peel Tom Tranofello who is the Manager of Community Supports Program and is here to tell us all about his organization, what they do, and their role in our community. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you, thank you very much.
3: And I
4: understand you've been with this wonderful organization for quite some time.
2: Yes, I have, and it is a wonderful organization that has been in Peel since 1971. So we're approaching what uh, almost close to we're hitting that 50 mark, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be celebration time, Tom. Well, it certainly is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to we have to prepare for that big time. Uh, and you know, over the over the course of the years that I've been at Family Services Peel, I, I constantly remind people that uh, certainly we're probably the best kept secret in, um, in the region in terms of just the. Whole of services and programs that we provide Um, as you can tell you know uh, implicit in the name is family services so our focus is on providing families um, the supports and the services of families individuals and couples require in order to to be healthy Um, certainly to uh, be able to reach you know and and strive and, and achieve their aspirations individually and as a family Uh, And we're very proud of all the work that we've done and certainly we're very proud of all the services and supports that we have put into place. Um, So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very proud to have been part of the organization and the 25 years have flown by very quickly.
3: I'm thinking you must have seen a lot of change in need. I'm just thinking that. When you talk about how long it's been around, there must have been some major changes in regard to seniors. What is the biggest difference, perhaps, that you see now that you didn't see 30 years
2: ago? Yeah, now that's a really good question. Because we're a family service agency, I mean, in in many many ways, we're very fortunate to see in terms of. Um, what what families have gone through and what families have gone through in, their, in the context of their communities. And and certainly, you know, we, we see that things have become more complicated for families. We see that there are just more issues in terms of having to deal with. We see a never, ever changing community landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're all, all very aware of that, that, you know, there's so much uncertainty for families. Um, the ability to kind of even plan or, or have hope really has been diminished. So, you know, in terms of it in a very abstract way, I think what what I have seen in families is a greater a desperation, uh, a, a diminishing hope because things are so uncertain.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I think, you know, a number of years ago, certainly, you know, when I started Family Service Appeal, there was a certain amount of certainty that people could look forward yes. to and count on, and I think that certainty has has really eroded as the world has become more complicated
4: Mm -hmm. one of the things we're passionate here making our seniors matter uh, is that we look at every topic holistically Your organization is a great fit for this conversation because it is very holistic. Can you just speak uh, briefly to the holistic nature of the services you provide? Because I don't know that a lot of our listeners really understand just how diverse those
2: services are. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, let me just try and remember all the services yeah. <laughs> that we do provide. We, we provide counselling. Family, individual, couple counseling. Uh, we provide supported employment programs for people with disabilities. We provide employment programs just to the general public. We provide supports um, to people with developmental disabilities, and certainly, you know, our Peel Elder Abuse Prevention program, which is a case management program, provides supports and services to, to seniors. Um, we also provide programs to youth uh, we have Family Duty Council for families that we have partnered with um, Legal Aid Ontario. And again, that's something that you know we're really trying to get out there because given the cost and given the uncertainty mm-hmm. and the complexity of family matters, right, we're very proud to to, to have that partnership um, with Legal Aid Ontario. Uh, it's been a wonderful partnership. It has certainly helped families around family matters. What other programs do we have? Um,
4: Um, Well, one of the things that I think we love about what we're hearing, I'm sure you'll agree, Liz, is that the intergenerational impact on seniors uh, is huge and we want to nurture positive intergenerational relationships and all of like you said the uncertainty in our lives and the changes that have occurred places a lot of strain on seniors and on their caregivers and so this is a resource for the entire family which is yes. what we talk about here yes. on the show
2: absolutely and, and and i i really do like the idea uh, and I'm, I'm very passionate about a very holistic approach and as we had talked a little bit earlier before we went on the air for me the holistic Approach really translates into looking at quality of life, right? And, I, and I'm, a, I'm a very passionate believer that quality of life can be very well defined in terms of you know different domains, and there are about eight domains that I look at. And when you bring those all together, and you and you and you focus on those eight domains, and you ensure that families and individuals, you know, are participating and involved positively and are connected in all those eight domains whether you're a senior or whether you're youth right Uh, your quality of life um, is going to is certainly going to improve you're going to feel better about yourself you're going to feel more valued about yourself and this is where i think if you know if you were to ask me in terms of what i think is really happening to our seniors vis-a-vis our community and vis-a-vis our society is that seniors have become so devalued um, and that's part of this you know industrial revolution this industrial techno revolution that we live in and that is that you know we feel that unless you're productive and unless you know you're on the uh, on the drafting board of new technology that you really can't contribute mm-hmm. and so what we're seeing and what it really does concern me it concerns me in terms of marginalized people it concerns me around vulnerable people you know and marginalization is based on value and you know seniors have been if you will push to the edge, as have people with mental health issues, as have people with developmental disabilities, as have people who live in poverty, and it's strikingly sad. It's strikingly sad. So we need to we need to understand that we have to build value. We, we have to start uh, valorizing, you know, all people uh, in our in our community.
3: So Tom, if you could do the magic wand thing for seniors what would that look like in your eyes? What what thing would, would bring to our community better
2: value? I think, again, we have to look at programs and we have to develop leadership that always includes, you know, the... Con- of our citizens in all things. Uh, we have to look at in terms of how we can start honoring seniors, how we can take that experience in a very complicated, in a very uncertain world and use the lessons of those who have...
3: Well, they, they did get here. They get did bring here. us here. Precisely. They developed
2: all of and, this. And I'm not right. talking about, you know, in terms of knowledge. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, you know, human civility, human yes. compassion, yeah. humility, respect. And in terms of, you know, how, how we how we get along with each other mm-hmm. and, and I think you know that once when we started doing that in programs formalized programs in our in our neighborhoods mm-hmm. and in a very natural kind of integrative uh, s- connective way that includes all, all the family all of us right mm-hmm. then value increases and you know we kind of diminish what marginalization and vulnerability are and, and I think the status of seniors Certainly rises, and I think as a service provider, um, we we really need to look at how we bring bring seniors into, you know, um, and develop programs that really build on their leadership, that extend their leadership.
3: That include them in the planning. that's The way we've been talking right. about it in Peepin It's including and seniors so they plan their own uh, need. Effectively, so that they can provide their own. To continue they require. to
2: have that voice. They have the to, voice. To continue they get to speak to have and they voice. be heard. I mean, that
3: one of the things we've talked about yes. is, is is being heard. I mean, we all talk about seniors, and and we do it a lot, and and we forget that you know. They do have a voice. We need yeah. to hear what it is they want and need and yeah. they need to be able to tell us that openly.
2: Absolutely and I think again how do we, and we're talking about you know intergenerational and I think a very key point, well if we translate that into kind of programs or uh, initiatives where youth can spend time you know mm-hmm. with, with, with you know seniors, with the elderly, again it's the passing of the wisdom, it's the yeah. passing of the torch, it's the both passing ways, of both which ways which I think is what is
4: so absolutely. valuable, that value absolutely. proposition goes up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I do believe our yeah. youth want to have that
3: value with seniors, but they're not being taught and shown or given opportunities no. to do that. Well, I think there's just a physical distance now that yeah. there didn't used to be. Correct. I mean, we, you know, we don't live with our grandmas. I grew up with my grandma's house, so my grandma was right there. She was part of my life. That's not the case so much anymore as it as it was, You know, and,
2: and that's a really key point when we talk about value, you know, we need to we need to find role models for everybody, yeah. and we need to understand the importance of role models in people's lives in terms of how they build resilience, and how they build, you know, vision and self confidence and and, mm. and, and yeah. worth. And, and I think, you know, this is the, we can do that for, you know, the whole strata of people. Uh, of, of people, right? But it has to be integrative. It has to be connective, and we have to. First and foremost, as individuals, understand that all people have value, Mm -hmm. and if we really passionately internalize that, then we're going to include people, all people, people. very differently. And then it's not about seniors; it's not about (laughs) you. it's about about citizens.
3: Yes, we we talk about seniors a lot because that's our thing. But we certainly recognize, definitely, that it's so integrated; it's part that they are part of the family, part of the community. That's right. Listen, um, obviously, we could talk to you again, and we hope you'll come back for sure and share some more about what Family Services does and maybe yeah. focus in on some more of the items that, that people would like to Love hear to about. Love to come back. Thank you so thank much. You so so thank you so for, you for having me. Yes. So stay tuned for more of Making Our Seniors Matter.
1: Thank you for joining us for another episode of Making Our Seniors Matter. And you can hear us live each Monday at 2 p.m. and a repeat at 8 p.m. But if you miss it, you can find it on demand or podcast the following day. If there's a comment you'd like to make on something you've heard, if you have a program suggestion, you'd like to make a song request, or you would like to nominate a senior for our Shining Senior Moment, call us at 1-866-269-6155, extension 3. Making Our Seniors Matter is produced for WOW Radio by Listen Up Talk Radio. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. I love